big people, listen up before you walk away. Just wanted to let you know I now have some merchandise available on my website. All I will say here is that it features a certain popular protagonist. I'm winking meaningfully right now, but you can't see me. So anyway, take a peek at what's available at the website, littlestoriestinypeople.com. It's a great way to show your support for the show. I'll put the details in today's episode description too. Gosh, it's so eerily quiet right now. Maybe I should... This is Rhea. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. So I'm going to confess something. I don't have a guest today, and I have to say I'm kind of relieved. I know that sounds bad, but the thing is, when I have a guest, I have to look presentable. You know, do my hair, change out of sweatpants. I mean, I always change out of sweatpants, not just when I have a guest. That would be weird if I wore sweatpants all the time, which I definitely do not do. Anyway, all that's to say, I have to go to some effort. Tidy up my studio, put away all my pet rocks so my guest doesn't think I'm crazy. These are the lengths I go to. So it's nice to just be able to relax and be myself. Like, sometimes I'll just sing a little bit. La 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 to do do Cause that's what I do when I don't have a guest. I do this weird little singing thing. Oh, uh, oh, my. Um, I, I didn't see you there. Y- you didn't just hear me doing that weird singing thing, right? Um, yes. Okay. Wait a second. I wasn't expecting a guest today. Who are you? I'm Mr. Hedgehog. Well, Mr. Did you just say Mr. Hedgehog? Is is this some kind of joke? Not at all. I came to listen to one of your stories. I know you have guests on your podcast sometimes. But today is a sweatpants day. Plus, well, more importantly... I, how do I put this? Um, I made you up. You're, you're not real. I imagined you. Oh no, am I hallucinating? I know I have a big imagination, but that would be going a little too far. Oh, I am very real. Quite real indeed. I'm so real that I just found out that I have a severe case of spinal enchilitis. Oh, my. But I... Yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's not contagious to humans. Don't worry. But I suppose if you don't want me here, I do have some errands to do. Yeah, I need to go dig a hole and then fill it back in and dig it out again. And, well, fill it back in again. A few more times. Uh, okay, wait. I- I'm sorry. You do seem real. I- I'd like to have you stay and listen to the story. I do have one question, though. Are you a hedgehog? Or are you a hedgehog? <laughs> I get this question all the time on Twitter. I'm a hedgehog through and through. We hedgehogs are a little tired of being confused with hedgehogs. Since we are so clearly different animals. For example, 
I have a snout that goes up at 46 degrees of an angle, whereas most hedgehogs have a snout that only goes up at 45 degrees of an angle. Also, we have an extra E in our names. <laughs> hmm. Okay. You're right. I can't imagine why that would be confusing. Well, Mr. Hedgehog, I am honored to have you as my guest. Although, I do plan to stay in my sweatpants. So, let's get to our story. School's out for Little Hedgehog. <laughs> Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. As the last day of school came to a close, Little Hedgehog saw her opportunity. All of the little animals were saying goodbyes and promising to keep in touch. Little Hedgehog looked at Bibi and gave a nod. Bibi dutifully hit play on the music player she'd hidden in her prickles. As all of the tiny heads turned to look, Little Hedgehog launched into a highly choreographed dance routine, complete with teensy paw claps, twirls, so many twirls, and random kicks. It was the kind of performance that brought a smile to everyone's face. By the time she finished with a curtsy combined with a high kick, all of the parents had arrived for pickup. Little Hedgehog's dad watched and shook his head in awe of his funny little daughter. Little Hedgehog handed out some whimsical farewell gifts and tiny cards with scratch-and-sniff stickers. She gave hugs all around. It was time to go. Little Hedgehog's dad turned to her as they walked side by side towards home. Little Hedgehog, I I just wanted to say I noticed how hard you worked this year and how kind you were to your teacher and your friends. I'm proud of you. I bet you're ready to take a load off and relax this summer. Just hang out by the pool and watch the little hedgehog thrust a paper into her dad's paw. Here's our summer itinerary for you to review, Dad. Summer itinerary? Our schedule. It's a schedule, Mr. Hedgehog. Bibi! Ugh, you scared me. I need to put a bell on you or something. Bibi just smiled. Dad looked at the sheet of paper. The writing was so tiny he had to squint. Little Hedgehog. Yes, Dad? This is an impressively long schedule you have here. Fly a kite. Okay, that's not bad. Win a karaoke competition. Dad glanced at Little Hedgehog and Bibi, who had stars in their eyes. Travel to the edge of the forest, then keep going till we can't see it anymore? Why Why would we want to be the first hedgehogs in space? Seriously? Little Hedgehog grinned. What? I thought I saw a rocket ship over beyond the tree line one evening, Dad. We're fairly certain we saw a space voyaging vehicle over yonder, Mr. Hedgehog. Dad just looked at them both, shook his head, and turned his attention back to his daughter's list of summer goals. There's a back, too? This is double-sided? Dad flipped over the paper and continued reading. Be the winner of the Great Hedgehog Bake Off? I don't even think they filmed during the summer. We can scratch that one off, Dad. No problem. 
we don't have to do them all. I thought you were going to have a low-key summer at the pond. Plus, I need to go to work. I can't spend weeks on this type of adventure with you. Oh, Dad, when have I ever done anything low-key? Besides, you don't really need to go to work. It's not like hedgehogs use money. Little Hedgehog and BB giggled. You can root through hedges to find snails when we get back. You can continue your daily food-gathering activities upon our return, Mr. Hedgehog. Dad frowned. Dad, I'm just growing up so fast. This is such a special time, isn't it? Before we know it, I won't be so little anymore and you'll look at me and think, if only I'd taken Little Hedgehog on that incredible summer trip she planned those many moons ago. And I will pop into your daydream and say, Yeah, Dad, you really missed out. That's how I'll sound when I'm older. And BB will pop into your daydream too and say, Yes, Mr. Hedgehog, you really missed out on an opportunity for togetherness. That's how I will sound when I'm older. Dad laughed. Little Hedgehog had a point. He couldn't believe how fast she was growing. Well, I guess I can do my burrowing when we get back. Oh, Dad, you're the best. You are superlative in every way, Mr. Hedgehog. Yay. Yay. Wait, BB, why are you yaying? Little Hedgehog and BB smiled. Oh, Dad, BB is coming with us. I am to accompany you in your travels, Mr. Hedgehog. Here, Little Hedgehog said, handing Dad an additional paper. It was a permission slip she had written, signed by B.B.'s mom. Definitely should have seen that coming. All right, B.B., I guess you can join us. Yay! Yay! They set off the next night at twilight. Dad pulled an empty cart that Little Hedgehog insisted they bring for mysterious purposes. Little Hedgehog, why am I bringing this cart? Dad asked as he trundled behind Little Hedgehog and BB, who practically skipped forward with excitement, even though it's not easy for a hedgehog to skip. You'll see. Don't worry, Dad. It's for my new collection. Little Hedgehog called over her shoulder prickles. Hmm, Dad muttered. They made their way to the edge of Wormish Pond. Little Hedgehog put down her things and pulled out her itinerary. What's the first item on the schedule? Bibi asked. Little Hedgehog held up her paper to catch some moonlight. First up, taking a ferry to Fairy Island. Dad suddenly wished he had read the itinerary more closely. Little Hedgehog, I've lived here my whole life. I've never heard of Fairy Island. Oh, Dad. Little Hedgehog and Bibi giggled. Not Fairy Island. Fairy Island. We're going to take a ferry to Fairy Island, see? Not confusing at all, Dad. Thankfully, it is not at all confusing, Mr. Hedgehog. Dad just stared at them for a moment. Glad we got that cleared up. It's clear now and not confusing. But I've also never heard of Fairy Island. I'd be surprised if there's an actual ferry to Fairy Island now boarding. This is an actual ferry that is now boarding. All aboard. A small boat suddenly drifted to shore through the growing darkness. A porcupine waved and tipped his hat at them as he maneuvered to the bank of the pond. Little Hedgehog clapped her tiny feet together with excitement. 
accidentally catching a firefly in her paws. <gasps> Look, she said, showing Dad the firefly. It's a sign. Oh, boy, Dad muttered. He knew that Little Hedgehog's big imagination had taken flight, and he was along for the ride. Little Hedgehog let the firefly slip out of her paws and up into the dark. Be free, little friend. Go on and live a sparkly life. Little Hedgehog and Bibi scampered to the boat. Dad left the cart on the bank of the pond and followed them. Once they were all tucked into the boat, rather closely as it was particularly small for something called a ferry, the porcupine pushed away from land and they drifted out into the stillness of the pond. In the summer night, they could hear frogs croaking and crickets chirping and an owl hooting and a wolf howling. Was that a wolf? Dad asked, looking around with concern. Oh, Dad, don't worry. The fairies will protect us. They have magical powers, Mr. Hedgehog. Dad sighed. Mere moments later, the fairy hit up against a rock. All aboard. Oh, sorry. I mean, all unboard. We are now at Fairy Island. Dad looked puzzled as Little Hedgehog and Bibi hopped off the boat. I repeat, we are now at Fairy Island, the porcupine said, giving Dad a pointed look. Dad reluctantly got off the boat. The fairy pulled away. Little Hedgehog, Dad, and Bibi were all perched on a single large boulder in the middle of the pond. A small tuft of moss grew on one side. Little Hedgehog, this is not an island. An island is a piece of land surrounded by water on all sides. I learned that in school. And a peninsula is a piece of land surrounded by water on almost all sides, Bibi said. Little Hedgehog giggled and gave Bibi a high five. Right. Uh, Little Hedgehog, when is that fairy coming back? Dad asked as they watched the fairy disappear into the darkness. Hopefully right after we get to meet all the fairies. They should be here any minute, Mr. Hedgehog. Three hours later, Dad was struggling to keep his eyes open. This was when he usually took his midnight nap. So, have you seen any fairies? Not yet, Dad, but the moon did wink at us. At least, I think it winked at us. It definitely winked at us. Okay, well, maybe it's time to get going. I'm hungry, and there's no food on this rock you insist on calling an island. An island is a piece of land. Yes, okay, there is no food on this island. Well, my tummy is growling, too. It sounds like a teensy tiny hedgehog saying, Feed me. Oh, won't you please feed me? Oh, oh, and my tummy is growling, too. And it's a teeny tiny bear. And it's saying, Put food in me that I can convert into energy to fuel your body. Dad just looked at Bibi. Bibi smiled. Just then, the fairy appeared, drifting out of the mist. All aboard, fairy from Fairy Island, back to the pond's edge, all aboard. As they boarded the ferry, Dad turned to the porcupine boatman. 
Is this a real fairy, or did Little Hedgehog put you up to this? Uh, I've been sworn to secrecy on that point, sir. And there's my answer. Thanks so much. When they reached shore, Little Hedgehog pulled out her itinerary. Alrighty, looks like the next on our list is to build a ladder all the way to the moon using... Nope, we're skipping that one. Okay, let's see, Little Hedgehog said, running a paw down her list. Little Hedgehog, what if we go to the... Oh, here we go, Dad muttered. Phoebe, that is a good idea. Uh Uh-oh. Dad, we're going to skip to number 12 on the itinerary. Dig a tunnel to... That one doesn't sound very safe. Okay. Little Hedgehog looked at her paper. I know. We can go on an expedition to find treasure at the bottom of the ocean. Bibi's eyes grew wide with excitement. Of course, Dad could see what was going on by this point. Little Hedgehog's big imagination had taken hold, and he would need to bring her back to Earth, or out of the ocean, as it were. A little hedgehog, Dad said carefully. I'm so excited for our trip, but, you know, summer break is going to fly by, and I feel like we might miss out on some fun stuff if we do the ocean expedition. Maybe there's something we could do that will let us see more on our way. Good idea, Dad. I have the perfect plan. We can visit the very old tree. It's 500 years old. Wow. All right, let's do that one, Dad said, relieved. Yay, it'll only take us a week to travel there. Dad spit out his tea. Oh, wait, never mind. Dad wasn't drinking tea. Dad's mouth dropped open. A week? Dad, this is a real adventure. You want me to experience a real adventure in these formative years of my life, don't you? Dad looked at his sweet, crazy little hedgehog. All right. Yay! Yay! Three nights into the trip, it was turning out to be a pretty fun adventure. They'd taken a ride on some turtles in the river. They were given some delicious mushroom and snail pie from a grandmother hedgehog. And little hedgehog and Bibi had participated in one village's nightly dance party. That was little hedgehog's kind of a village. As they continued their journey, Dad turned to his tiny daughter. By the way, he was still pulling that empty cart in case you were wondering. Little Hedgehog, why am I still pulling this empty cart? Oh, Dad, don't worry. I just haven't decided what to collect yet. I have so many ideas swirling around in my brain. I can't pick yet. Just keep pulling the cart. It'll all work out. A few nights later, after climbing over dozens of hills, wading through some puddles, participating in another dance party this time, unfortunately, with skunks, they finally reached the very old tree. It was magnificent. It was beautiful. It was fascinating. And they all commented on how magnificent and beautiful and fascinating it was. How magnificent! This is beautiful. I am fascinated.
But after a while, they fell into silence, having not much else to say. After all, it was just a very old tree, and it didn't do anything besides stand there looking majestic. But little Hedgehog, her dad, and Bibi, well, none of them wanted to admit they were a little bit underwhelmed by the very old tree, so they looked up at it with reverence a while longer. After a time, they saw a beetle scuttling beneath the tree. Hello, dear, little Hedgehog said. The beetle stopped and looked up at her. Are you talking to me? Yes. Oh, most animals don't talk to me. But I'm here. I exist. I have thoughts. We can see that. You also live near this tree, so I was wondering if you have any thoughts about it. Is there anything interesting we should know? Like, maybe 494 years ago, someone came and left a huge mountain of muffins just, like, right here? I love muffins. Oh, oh, and maybe 486 years ago, there was a hedgehog dance competition right here, like, under this tree? I love dance competitions. Judging them, I mean. The beetle looked up at them with a puzzled expression. This tree? This one right here? Yes. Yes. This big tall one? Yes. Yes. This one with the leaves? Yes. Yes, that tree. No, I don't have any thoughts about this tree. Well, it's very old. We came all the way here to have a good night. I'm late for my leaf boarding class. Oh, bye. Bye. After this riveting exchange, Dad was feeling ready to go home. They'd seen the very old tree. They'd talked to the beetle. He put a paw on Little Hedgehog's prickles. I know. Time to go, right, Dad? Dad nodded. They all turned away from the very old tree and began walking home. Then Little Hedgehog stopped abruptly. Dad! I've decided what to collect. I had so many ideas that just kept, like, almost just dropping into my brain. I don't even know where they came from and they were swirling around. But I've decided to collect something we can always find wherever we go, no matter what. Rain or shine, they're always there, just waiting to be picked up. Waiting for me to pick them up. Waiting for BB to pick them up. Waiting for you to pick them up if you wanted to. Dad stood there, waiting for Little Hedgehog to finish. She rambled on a while longer before she said, Rocks! I'm going to collect rocks! Little Hedgehog clapped her teensy paws together and her eyes twinkled. She's going to have a fabulous collection of rocks, Mr. Hedgehog. And this empty cart I've been pulling is for the rocks! is for the rocks. Little Hedgehog and Bibi quickly picked up some nearby rocks, one of which had a lovely stripe down the middle, and plopped them into the cart. Dad imagined himself dragging a very heavy cartload of rocks all the way to their burrow. Okay, but only one rock per stop on the way home. Little Hedgehog frowned but said, Okay. Your rule is reasonable, Mr. Hedgehog, Bibi agreed. After a very long trip with a number of stops to sleep and eat, 
they arrived back at Little Hedgehog's burrow. It was nearly bedtime. The sun would be up in just a few minutes. But before Dag could stop them, Little Hedgehog and Bibi grabbed the cart of rocks and scampered inside, giggling. Dad shrugged and went to work tidying up the outside of their burrow, which had gotten a bit out of hand in their absence. Soon, Little Hedgehog and Bibi reemerged, grinning wildly. Dad, come see! She grabbed him by the paw and pulled him inside. On the floor of their burrow, arranged in rows, were rocks that they'd painted, each with its own letter. The rock spelled out a message. It said, Thank you, Dad, slash Mr. Hedgehog. Dad smiled. This is nice. Thank you. Mr. Hedgehog, aren't you glad you pulled that super heavy cart of rocks all the way home for us? Little Hedgehog and BB grinned. Uh, sure. Yeah. Little Hedgehog and Dad walked BB home, and Little Hedgehog gave her a big hug. See you tomorrow, okay? Can't wait to build a ladder to the moon. Me neither. What was that? I couldn't quite hear what you said there, Dad asked as he and Little Hedgehog turned towards home. Oh, Dad, you know me. I think big, that's all. Dad nodded. That was certainly true. He took Little Hedgehog's paw in his own, and they scampered home just as the sun came up. So, Mr. Hedgehog, what did you think of the story? Oh, it was was pretty good, although I do think there could have been more flying hedgehogs lifting battleships and, you know, saving the day. That sort of thing. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'll write that down in my notes for next time. You know, even though you kind of ruined my sweatpants day, it was really nice having you as a guest. Oh, it was really nice being your guest. Although I do think you need to change the decor in this studio. Mm, maybe maybe some more around wheels hanging from the walls that hedgehogs could run around in. But not hedgehogs, if you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> I will consider that. Thank you. Tiny people, thank you so much for all of your clever and creative ideas for what little hedgehogs should collect. If you haven't already, you can listen to all of them in the two episodes called Tiny People Speak. If you didn't get a chance to participate this time, don't worry. There will be more opportunities to participate in the future. Special thanks today go to Mr. Eric from What If World. What If World is an awesome kids podcast. It's super funny. Mr. Eric uses questions from listeners and he turns them into inventive and hilarious stories. This week, you can hear me. Yes, me on his podcast as we tell a story together after hearing listeners' what-if questions about school. 
You can find What If World wherever you get your podcasts. And definitely check out kidslisten.org. There are lots of kids' podcasts with Schools Out episodes this week. So look at the episode description for more information. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Thank you, as always, for listening in. <laughs>